it's not magic. <laughs> it just reminds her of her own mother. And she gets distracted by her grief and leaves you alone. He's strong enough and mean enough to pitch you over the fence with one hand. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. What are you doing? His deep voice booms. You're not allowed in here. Well, uh, Mum, we're, we're back in. No, ours, you said ours is fine. When did I say ours? <laughs> Welcome to episode 38 of Ghost Town. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, 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 Hans. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, you spooky bitches. Hey, yeah, beautiful bastards. Okay, we've ruined it already. Okay, so what we're going to try and do this episode, because um, uh, my mum sat me down uh, at my dad's birthday on the weekend, and she was like, could you please just stop swearing? Please just stop saying the F word and the C word. And I was like, we're going to try. Okay. For Lucy. So, no, no fuck, no cunt. No, can you not? Sorry, no F, no C. No F, no C. Okay. I, to be honest, I've become too desensitised to the C. Yeah, and I think it's about time that we just cut it out. I, yeah, we should stop And this is, this is a highbrow podcast. This is highbrow. This is so podcast. high. This is so highbrow. This is high end. It's high end. It's like Gales. Yeah, it's Versace. Gales. Gales, fuck's sake. That's so basic. Um, um, how have you been? Oh, yeah, so no, no F or C. That's what we're going to do this episode. Yeah. And if you do notice that we've um, we said it and we didn't notice, uh, you can comment on the Q&A on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, if you miss it, if you miss the F and Jeff in, yeah. let us know. But no, I mean, if you notice it. Oh, I see. No, we're not going to do if it. If I go, I'm, oh, effing. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of self-restraint. Okay, we're not going to do it. Fine. Um, Great. Thrilled. Um, how have you been? Yeah, good. Um, Hungover? I think, uh, yeah, a little bit. We all just went out and got trash for my friend's birthday yeah. on the river. It was very nice, sunny at Hammersmith. It was like the Blue Anchor, which is that one that's like right, right on the river. I've never spent much time in Hammersmith, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, why would you? It's a bit of a blind spot of a place. Well, Adam does a gig there every month, so I kind of sometimes go along... Oh, of course he does. But it's not like I, I go out the station to the pub and then I back to the station again. So I don't. I, it's not. You're it's in, not I you're don't out. like it. I don't like it. I'm putting it out there. No, I am not a Hammersmith gal. Well, I grew up in Ealing, so I, I always used to go like shopping there and drinking at Edwards, which is like an. Do you remember Edwards? No. It was like a chain. It was like a really tacky. Like imagine Slug of Lettuce Edwards. was a bar. Yeah, I don't think we ever had that in in the north. In north. In north, we had things like Brassington's. I don't know what that Yates's? is. Yeah, Yates's. Yeah, Yates's. Fucking Yates. love Yates's, Yates's is worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, Yates's on top of the world. Yates's um, International. Yeah, we used to go out drinking in Hammersmith. But like, uh, I don't know, as a place, it doesn't really... It's got Riverside Studios. You can go watch a little play there, I guess. Mm. A few nice pubs. But generally, I'm like, eh. 
Well, if you're going to go by the river, go to Embankment, go to South Bank Centre. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Get further in. Richmond. Oh, well. Don't Brindisa. we know where we're going to buy property? I didn't know that Brindisa was a... Uh... Brindisa. It's... Oh, yeah, Brindisa. I didn't know that it was a chain. It is a chain, yeah. I had no idea. Adam was like, of course oh, I know. What. I, when, when, he was looking over my shoulder when you texted me saying, we need to find a Brindisa in Edinburgh. Mm. And he was like, there isn't a Brindisa in Edinburgh. I was like, do you know what Brindisa is? And he was like, <laughs> obviously. It's not like a How one-off. does he know there isn't one? That's quite niche knowledge. Adam's, a, Adam's very posh. So and he, I, he oh, would I didn't know if there was a Brindisa in Edinburgh. It reminds me of the time that my nan thought there was only one press. Oh, that's cute. And she called it Pretamangi. Pretamangi. And she thought the only one was at Euston Station. That's so cute. <laughs> I, I know it's at the station, but I'd really love a Pret. That's like my brother's posh friend's dad being like, can we um, book ahead for McDonald's? Can we reserve a table? Well, I told you about the person, the woman that I knew that was like, can I look at a menu? <laughs> yeah. And I was like... Like, no, you can't. I don't think they do have Do you live one. in the world? Although I can't really talk because I'd never gone to a drive-thru or had a breakfast there, so... No, you've never been to a drive-thru. Mind you, you do live in London. Yeah. You have always lived in London. Yeah, exactly. But and you've I never been drive. on a motorway. I, listen, I've been on a motorway in my time, Hannah. But uh, we're not going through drive-thru. I've always been, growing up and going on road trips, I've always been with drivers who are the type of people who are like, we're not stopping. And now that I'm older, I'm like, do you know what? I love a fucking pit stop. Yeah, it's, I, I like one. Oh, uh, you see, I, you're I kind of are you a bit of a I am a little bit because I, hear, I see, I watch people then zoom past, and I'm like, oh, it could have been me. Yeah, see, and drivers get, bit, get like this, and I, as a passenger, I, do I don't one, get it. Though. I want something to eat. I want like a little cig. Yeah, ciggy, a, you know I mean? a breaker. What did you do? Did you just say F? Yeah, that. Okay, well, that's one. You're allowed one strike, what? and then you're out, and then you're out. <laughs> I could happily podcast all day. I just need on your own. me, myself and I. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, should we get going? Yes. Oh. I'm going to pick a tarot. Is please. it your turn? Yes, it's my turn. Okay. Yes, it's my turn. I'm a bit hungover as well, so there's a lot of chaotic energy. Yeah, there is a bit. In the Aperol spritz is currently spritzing out of my face. I met a woman last night. Uh, Adam did a preview of his comedy gig, so I went along. There was a woman there who was a massive um, knob. She was oh. heckling all night long. She was an absolute she nightmare. No, it was so obvious that she was just a massive attention seeker. Right. And um, But she had the most stunning hair. I couldn't stop staring at it. I was like, oh, I wish. You didn't have people such good who hair. have good you don't hair deserve that. have bad personalities. Putting it out there, really. I think well, the then belly... I'm fucking legend because <laughs> this is not good. I've Although, got a bit ginger at the roots. That's okay. Oh, do you like my new ring? Yeah, you're sort of incel. It's a bit band. of fun, isn't it? Yeah, twist around. Mm, yeah, really it's nice. a bit insilly, and but I thought it reminded me a bit of a Ouija board. No, it's gorgeous. So. It's a bit Lord of the Ringsy. You know that I, I mean, incel ring. Don't they have those rings that say they're like chastity rings? Yeah, it just no. I I think it is incelly. Yeah, it but, feels, I, it, but it's gorgeous. I've just, just punched the microphone <laughs> in the face. And in I'm the just face. Pu- <laughs> and I poured coffee all over the table. So we're doing okay. really well. Right. Okay. I'm going to pick a tarot. 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 Na 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 na. Na 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 na. It makes me so nervous. (gasps) Fuck. What is it? It's the hanged man again. Oh, we like him though. Do we? Yeah. No, he's a. Oh, was it good? He's a fun, loving guy. He doesn't look very. Oh yeah, because it's because he's like oh he's a bit of fun him. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, yeah, he's just all over the fucking shop, which is actually quite what we are. We're all over the place. Well, it's a bit much, isn't it? Oh, here we go. The hanged man is hanging upside down from a live tree, gaining a different perspective on the world. He is not suffering, but is rather calm and observant. The hanged man indicates the need to pause, look around and be willing to surrender to new ideas. Stunning. Oh, great. I just think that's so good, because as, as we go on in this episode, you'll be like, oh, my God, that's a new idea. I and love we're that. about to release the it. new Patreon tier. Oh, this is absolutely bang fucking Which on. is very important, isn't it? Very interesting. I've got so many ideas for it as well. Um, okay. Great. So, um, would you like to go straight into part two. Take me to Guatemala, baby. <laughs> Take me all the way, non-stop. Fly away. I'll go Guatemala economy if you always. want me to. I'll go economy. I won't have the meal. Wizard, direct. Because it's probably going to be, uh, what was it, various meats. Yeah, various meats. <laughs> well, no, what was it? Breads and spreads or something. Yeah, and we've got our characters, Lorena, we've got Joseph, and our, oh, that, our lady, Danny. Danny. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was various breads. So the way, so we've left off with him. She wakes up. She smells the meats, the eggs. She like what Lorena's was the word he said about the meats? I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Was that unsolved meats or something? Unsolved meats. <laughs> the new Netflix documentary. He's gross, and he got the horn on because he liked Lorena and was like, "Now he fancies the pregnant lady." Yeah, but she does look like, and she's a bit witchy. Yeah, and basically, Danny's woken up, gone into the kitchen, and is like, "Uh, okay," and then. Joseph is like awake and raring to go. He's like, mm. I'm going to go fishing. And oh, she's like, maybe we're, we're going to be classed as missing. Let's go back. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm People going fishing gonna... with Lorena. And then um, that's where we're at. We're so. In the crocodile swamp. Yeah. We're fishing there. The crocodiles that growl. Not at all, I've said. We're so grateful for what you've done, but I worry that we'll be causing trouble by being missing. Danny... We only live once. I don't know what it is, but I love it out here. Just let me have this for today, please. You doing that voice makes him sound like I want to swear. <laughs> like I want to F yeah. and C all over the shop. Oh, I hope he dies very soon in this story. I felt like he got me in a spot where saying no would make me a monster. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Two seconds. Quick, carry on. No, no, have a little sip into the mic. <laughs> I'll just wait. I might have a Coca Cola. Sorry. That's right. It's nice. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like a Coke advert. Okay. And we're back in. Sorry. How far are we from camp, roughly? I asked, telling Lorena where we were based. No more than three hours. You just follow the swamp north. What? Three hours? No more than three hours. It's a little hike. Joseph was looking at me with puppy eyes. Okay, but we should head. Uh, okay, but we should head back this afternoon. Absolutely, he said. Thank you, Danny. Lorena put her hand on my shoulder. Will you join us? I contemplated it. You know, it's actually been pretty full on up until now. I think I might take the opportunity to chill on the deck and just watch the world go by. Maybe read a book that you don't understand? She laughed. Oh! Yes! I love it. She or Danny didn't get any GCSEs, did she? <laughs> no, I did. I think I've spoken about them on the podcast before, but in case anyone's forgotten, four A stars, four A's and a B. I probably don't even have a, an appropriate maths GCSE. 
uh, now, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> you did really well. I didn't try very hard, and now we're both working together. So yeah. So we really say, won. We all win. Yeah, I would say that I spent most of my time getting fingered behind the bins, but your <laughs> mum will probably ever get me if I do. <laughs> my labia was fidgeted with. No. <laughs> No, you can't. Stop. It's <laughs> disgusting. It makes, it makes my vagina sound like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Fidgeted with. Fidget. <laughs> Mom, no, that never happened. No, no, no. Okay. Um, maybe you read a book that you don't understand. She laughed. Exactly. New experiences all around. Oh, fuck up. Oh. Uh, two. Jesus. Strike two. I insisted on washing the dishes as Joseph and Lorena prepared to head out to a spot a little further up the swamp. I spent an hour or so on the deck before heading back inside to cool down, checking out Lorena's book wall in more detail. They were all in Spanish from what I could see, but I recognised some of the more famous titles. I found the books by Virgilio Rodriguez Macal. (laughs) My eyes fell on El Mundo del Misterio Verde, Lorena's favourite. Something green mystery, I said out loud, chuckling to myself. When I pulled it... When I pulled it out, the book only moved slightly, and something in the wall clicked. I was frozen to the spot for a moment. I've always wanted that to happen. Uh, secret room? Secret fucking room. No! Strike one. Okay. I was frozen to the spot for a moment before I gently pushed on the wall, and part of it moved inwards on a hinge. Fuck off, I said. That's in the story, not me. You could have said F off. Fuck off. That's three. I said, taking a step back as cool air blew from within. I'd only seen secret doors in films and had no idea such things existed. On the other side was a dark passageway Mm. with stone walls. I looked around like a child about to do something naughty and almost stepped fully inside without propping the door open. The last thing I wanted was for it to close behind me with no way of getting out. So I used a stack of old books that looked like encyclopedias. My heart was racing as I went inside. As I followed the wall, it gradually became lighter as beams of natural light shone from cracks in the ceiling. The ground was a mixture of stone, dirt and small plants. The temperature was cool compared to the rest of the house. I eventually came to a large opening that was lit from larger beams. (laughs) We're highbrow. Uh, Your brain is in Greg's and I'm in Gail's. Um, uh, larger beams and flame torches on the walls. It was like a massive hall inside an ancient temple. It took me far too long to notice that it was impossible for this room to exist as part of Lorena's house. It was at least double the size alone. My brain couldn't work out where I was, as I'd only walked in a straight line. I should have been in the swamp. There were several tall trees growing out of the floor. In the centre were some stone steps that led up to an idol. I climbed them to get a better look. Carved from the stone was the figure of a nude woman, but her head was that of a crocodile. Oh, I knew crocodiles were coming back. Mm. Crocodile. What the fuck, I whispered. Lorena had mentioned the local tribes. I assumed this was something worshipped, or they used to worship. I gasped as a tarantula made an appearance, crawling from the back of the idol's leg. It looked similar to the one that had been in our tent. I felt compelled to pick it up, as if I was trying to prove a point to myself, so I gently placed a hand near it and used my other to coax it. I held it in my palms like it was made of porcelain. It's insane. Why would you do that? Why the fuck would you do that? I hate dairy. Not dairy. I know. uh, Joseph. 
Josie. But this is Danny. Oh, is it? Of course it is. Why, why is my mind... No, this is Danny. Joseph's gone okay. fishing with Joseph's Lorena. Gone, of course he has. Oh, my God. Okay. Somehow oh, they switched. Curse. I think it was when she started being like, oh, my God, I didn't know secret stairways exist. It sounded like... Yeah, Jen, do you know what I mean? to be fair. But I guess it's you Danny. become who it's you're Danny. with. And, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Danny. There came, a, uh, there came a deep guttural growl from nearby. I made a sudden move to turn and I guess it startled the spider. It bit my right palm, forcing me to drop it. I watched it scurry away into the darkness as my palm began to sting. I had two puncture wounds that trickled with blood. The growl came again and this time I fell back, my hand making contact with the idol. There was a strange sensation in my arm, like an intense vibration. I pulled my hand away and looked up, the long reptilian face appearing to look down on me. I backed down the steps, my heart bursting from my chest. There was a loud hiss to my side and a large, very real crocodile snapped at Oh, me. my God. I screamed and fell, throwing myself back. It turned to face me but didn't move any closer. It just growled. I quickly got to my feet and ran back down the passageway, feeling relief. I thought it hissed. Yeah. They, Crocodiles don't hiss. In Guatemala, they growl and hiss, apparently. Oh. Uh, feeling relief when the hidden door was still propped open. I ran out of the house and looked around, making an educated guess where Lorena and Joseph might be. I called their names frantically. I wanted to grab Joseph and leave, find our way back to camp. As far as I was concerned, the adventure was over. It had now moved into creepy, weird territory. I almost fell to my knees when I saw Joseph on the bank of the swamp. Hey, what's up with you? I'm he asked. Oh, <laughs> Where's Lorena? I asked out of breath. Well, she went back to the house. Why? We need to get out of here now. Danny, he said, grabbing my shoulders. Tell me why. You're making him so much worse. Mm -hmm. And I hate it because that voice is like, it's oh, I'd throw him to the crocodile. Oh, I would absolutely, yeah, for breakfast. Oh, go eat away. Him. I did my best at explaining what had happened. He started to laugh. <laughs> 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 I imagine him having one of those big floppy mouths. Yeah. With rubbery, rubbery red a really, lips. A really wet mouth. You know you see spittle on the side stop of it, the lips? That's stop what it. he's got. Stop it. He's always got... Stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. Oh, it gives me the... How can you not feel it? It's, yeah, it's like, why didn't you ever dry your mouth? Yeah, but to be fair, I have recently... Like, recently, I've had so many bits of nose to my nose. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, just go and... Do you wash your nose in the morning? Do you wash your nose out? Like the inside? Well, Because my mate Becky was like... Because I was like, I've got so... I was with her and I was like, I've got so many pokies at the minute. And she was like, I wonder, did you wash your nose? And I was like, sorry? She was like, do you wash... She, apparently she gets like a tissue every morning, wets it and like cleans her entire oh, nose. Oh no, that's, that's psychotic. I... <laughs> that, no, I wouldn't go as far as like wetting it. I, I, I blow my nose in the morning. Maybe she doesn't wet it. Do you? Yeah. Even if you don't have a... Just because it's like you've woken up, you're a bit Maybe sleepy, that's... sleep in your eyes, and you just have a blow of the nose. Maybe that's what I'm missing. I do do that. Yeah, and also because like every time you come off the tube, I always like, I'm really aware how much dirt there is. It's like when you... Maybe it's When you blow that. your nose, it's, it's thick black, soot oh, kind lovely. of vibe. Delicious. So, let's go back here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my see, in, god! In case you're just listening, uh, and you can't see what happened, um, Hannah just drilled coffee that down was her chin. So funny! 
<laughs> Joseph is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a muppet. <laughs> Danny, look where you are. We're in central fucking America, not Suffolk. You know about the history and culture. These are not unusual things for this part of the world. He's gotten so nasal. <laughs> I know. I, I, I hate him a lot. Uh, but, but, but the room shouldn't exist. It's shush, Danny. If anyone shushes you... Leave them. Uh, no, that is a hundred. That's facts. Facts. Leave them. Leave them now. immediately. Adam did that to me once. To be fair, we were like in a place where I shouldn't have been talking, so it was fair. Yeah. But like, if we're in day-to-day conversation, right. it's shush. I'd yeah. Be like special circumstances, maybe. I but went otherwise... in enough of a mood. Yeah. When he did it, when we were like in a, I don't know, yeah. library or wherever we were. But yeah, men learn. Men do better. Don't shush us. Have you seen Bridget Christie's The Change? No, I haven't. It's really I good. I love Bridget Christie though. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. And is it a stand-up special? No, no, no. It's a it's a series on Channel Four about um the menopause. Oh, like a, I'm sitcom, gonna watch that. Brilliant. I'm currently redoing Sex in the City, and Carrie. Is a bellend. And then it got me thinking. She is I'm the worst. Dickhead. I'm sorry that I've interrupted, but I, I, I she is the worst. Yeah. Well, even Adam walked in last night, and I was, I was at the bit where you know when she um, breaks up with Aiden because she tells him that she's been having an affair with Big, and then she, and then they get back together, mm. and he's like trying to help her fix a laptop, and I know what it's like to have a laptop break. Cause mine's broken recently, yeah. but it is better now. Um, and she is just that she's like, oh my, no, leave me alone! Stop. I just, you, I need to push you away because you're being, you're being too, you're being too great and too like you're yeah. too overwhelming. And it's always like, ah, ah. Do you she's such a fragile little baby. Yeah, I hate her so much. And Adam was like, is she broken? Does she sleep with him? And now she's being a dick. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, but that's you don't exactly see it back happening. then when we're like, we but then grew he up was with like, it. Then, but then he was like, well, when your laptop broke the other day, you had to go at me. And I was like, <laughs> give you're, up. You're I Carrie. cheated on you. So there's a big deal. <laughs> I didn't cheat it on you. I didn't cheat it on you. Um, it, she's the worst character of all time. I hope that was intentional, um, but she actually, genuinely is the worst. She Maybe is. other than Charlotte. She's self-obsessed. I think that's what you realise when you rewatch it. I like, hate all this so like, into her. little girl thing that she does. She's like, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. And you're like, oh, just... Toughen up. Shove it up your arse! <laughs> well, um, Mum, we're, we're back in. No, and... arse, you said arse is fine. When did I say uh, I never your made any rules about us? That's your catchphrase. That's gonna You're be, always saying that'll it. That'll be on my tombstone. Arse is fine. Arse is fine. Arse is a farce. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> when did I ever make any rules about arse? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have some. You yeah, should have some have arse rules. <laughs> um, butt rules. <laughs> what? Why did I find that so funny? <laughs> Oh my god, all of this equipment is going to be broken. Have <laughs> <laughs> ah, arse rules, butt rules. <laughs> tushy rules. <laughs> butt rules. Okay. Like Tootsie Rolls, Tushy rules. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, okay, back in the story. Shush, Danny. I thought you were more open to cultural differences. You're embarrassing yourself now. I was completely taken aback. Uh, Cultural differences. Like, there's a fucking crocodile. There's a crocodile in the bookcase. <laughs> that's not. There's a crocodile in the bookcase. <laughs> that's not a cultural difference. That's uh, that's uh, well, a do problem. We, yeah, but 
Joseph's been on the swamp with Lorena, I think he's addled. Oh Do you know what I mean? God. What addled does that mean? Riddled. Riddled. <laughs> Riddled. He's up. got AIDS. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah. Um, I am, um, I am open, Joseph. But what I just experienced wasn't like that, though. You want to go? He yelled. Yes, I do. Fine. We'll just shit on Lorena's hospitality and go. Come on. Great. He started to storm away, leaving me feeling uncomfortable. But he stopped and turned back, looking in all directions before he spoke. Fuck it. I was going to wait till we got to Peru. People fall from those mountains all the time, but here's as good as place <gasps> in any. Middle of nowhere. No one out here but sweet Lorena. <gasps> he started walking towards me and picked up <gasps> a rock. Oh, my God! Uh, I don't understand, Joseph. You don't really need to understand. I started to back away. You're scaring me. I do love you in a way, Danny, but one thing I really love about you is your bank account. (gasps) What a twist! I couldn't believe what was happening. It made me forget about everything that had come before. We're going to start a family. He scoffed. I don't want children with you. (gasps) I never did. My heart was broken and my nerves were shattered in the space of minutes. Joseph, I cried, you don't have to do this. The money's ours to share. You you wouldn't get it anyway. It would go to my parents. Well, I know that's a fucking lie because I was there when you wrote the will. I changed it, I snapped, without your knowledge. He froze and looked at me like he'd been deceived. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm making him sound like Janet Street Porter. No, don't. Hannah? (laughs) It's absolutely fine. Is it? It's not. It is. I'll address it soon. We can pause. It's fine. We can pause. It's fine, look, look. It's going to be fine. Fucking hell. Okay, sorry, Tim. Okay, that made it sound like I pissed myself the whole time. We're like, oh fuck, and you were like, we can pause, we can pause. It's no, it'll be okay. She shut herself again. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be fine. Um, la, 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 la. he froze and looked at me like he'd been deceived. I don't believe you, but regardless. I kind of have to do this now. I screamed and ran in the opposite direction. Joseph grabbed me from behind and I felt a dull pain on the back of my head. I can't believe this has happened. Especially from Joseph, who was an absolute moron. Yeah, I know. And now he's become like, he was a murderer all along. Yeah, now he's like Michael Myers. Yeah. My vision became blurry as I hit the water and made a feeble attempt to stay on the surface. Oh no, he said dramatically. You've fallen in the swamp. Shame about the man-eating crocodiles and all. Joe, please, help, he screamed from his lungs. Oh, God, help. He smiled at me, waved, then jogged towards the house. I could hear him screaming for Lorena as everything started getting darker. He waved! One thing I noticed was on a nearby bank of the swamp, there was another one of those skull people. They appeared to just watch me as I struggled. The last thing I remember is a crocodile on the swamp surface making a beeline towards me. And then I went... Completely I hope under. this is like an adult version of the Jungle Book where she now gets brought up by the tribes and then lives in a jungle singing. <laughs> like Mowgli. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure she's I learned. don't think so. I think it's going to go... Are you OK? Yeah, fine. OK. I'm fine, baby. 
I woke up to screams. As my eyes adjusted, I could see warm shades flickering in my peripheral vision. When I sat up, pain shot through the back of my head. I felt the wound that Joseph had inflicted, my hair still damp. As I focused, I could see I was back in the chamber, the ancient hall. There was a large fire bathing it with light, casting shadows that reached to the ceiling. Joseph was screaming. He was nude and tied to one of the trees. His arms stretched to the side and tied to protruding branches. Before the idol was Lorena, contributing to the screams. She was on her back with her legs spread. What? A slightly, <laughs> a slight, a slightly older woman with a striking family resemblance. Spoke <laughs> I thought you said it's striking, Fanny. <laughs> 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 a slightly older woman with a striking fanny. <laughs> oh my god! What a striking fanny oh you god. have! Oh my god! Today your fanny is striking. <laughs> oh my god, babe! So nice to see you. Your fanny is striking today. <laughs> a, sl- a slightly older woman with a striking fanny spoke encouragingly in Spanish. No, with a striking family resemblance. <laughs> my, my fanny's upset about all the extra jobs it has to do with going on strike. <laughs> a slightly older woman with a striking family resemblance spoke encouragingly in Spanish. <laughs> sorry, I'm still there. I'm sorry. We have to highbrow it. I have to move on. Okay, move, hold on. on. move on. Okay. Uh, spoke encouragingly in Spanish, long dark hair covering her bare breasts. A younger, facially similar woman danced around the fire, waving her arms to imaginary music. Her hair was in a pixie style, her nude body proudly on display. These were Lorena's sisters. Lorena threw her head back and looked right at me, thick veins protruding from her forehead and neck as she groaned in agony. There were crocodiles all around the hall coming to witness the event too. Can I guess what's happened? What? She's been impregnated by a crocodile. Possibly. It's possibly That's going that guess. way. What I want to know is the is how Joseph is going to meet his horrendous snappy end. So hang on, where's he? He's arms akimbo. Yeah. Tied up to oh, a tree. Oh, he's next to him, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're not. I thought for some reason they were in the secret room. They are. They're in the ancient oh. hall. That's right. Our, our, okay. Our protagonist right. Danny's okay. just woken up there. Right. <clears throat> There were crocodiles all around the hall coming to witness the events too. One brushed against me as it passed, its scales rough against my skin. I cowered, but it showed no hostility. With a final scream, Lorena collapsed and the sister standing over her smiled wide. Oh God, no! Joseph screamed from the tree, thrashing his head from side to side. The sister held up Lorena's baby, but it wasn't human. It was reptilian. It had a long tail and a long snout. She said something in Spanish and the dancing sister repeated it. (laughs) You were right. Lorena slowly got to her feet, looking shaky as she met her sisters by the fire. They chanted together. The sister holding the baby crocodile screamed something, then she threw it into the flames. A single fireball erupted, then became nothing but embers. The dancing sister retrieved a knife from the idle steps and skipped towards Joseph. No, you crazy bitch, he yelled, violently thrashing about. She made two cuts as he screamed, one on each of his inner thighs close to the groin. Blood streamed down his legs, causing two crocodiles below him to hiss and snap in a frenzy. Good. 
good. Lorena walked over to me and I rolled over, attempting to crawl away. No, Danny, she said breathlessly. She helped me stand up and guided me to the idol where the sisters were waiting. I cried, please, Lorena, I don't want to be here. It cannot be undone, she said. This is a blessing. When we got to the idol, the older sister took my right hand and ran her fingers over the small puncture wounds on my palm. She then pointed to the spot on the idol marked with my blood. The three sisters showed their palms, all exhibiting scars from previous self-inflicted wounds. Le diste tu sangre a la madre, she said, then paused, as if taken by surprise. She rushed to me and stroked my belly, then took my face in her hands. Eres una hija del pantano. She said, I looked to Lorena for help. You are a daughter of this swamp. She smiled, rubbing my belly. <laughs> Congratulations. No idea. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny, I don't really want to be... Oh, like, Danny did want a baby. It sounds, quite, like, it sounds quite cool being a part of like a little coven, but daughter of the swamp. Not like a crocodilo one, though. Like, I'd rather be part of, like, a witchy coven that didn't include, like, reptiles. Yeah, yeah, being pregnant with a reptile. Yeah, I don't want to give birth to... Um, and the name, Daughter an alligator. of the Swamp. Yeah. You've got a T-shirt that says Swamp on it. Oh, my God, I've got a... Is that a crocodile? <laughs> yes! Oh, my God! What? And it says Swamp Water on it. Did you, have you already, did you do that on purpose? No. That's very weird. I'm wearing a shirt that says swamp water and there's a massive fuck off crocodile on it. Let me take a photo for social. Oh my God. This is mental. That's absolutely mad. <laughs> that is mad. That's crazy. Jesus, I'm, I what? am the daughter of the swamp. Oh my God, you're pregnant with a reptilian. Can you still drink wine? Yeah. Okay. I'm DP, I can still have Aperol. Um, congratulations. I pushed her hand away and shook my head. No, I, I don't want to be. I want to go home. The older sister picked up a crocodile skull from the idol steps. It was the top half only and had it. And it had a headband attached inside. She placed it on the sister... Sorry, she placed it onto the younger sister's head, then took another and placed it on Lorena. Hija del pantano, she said, putting a skull on my head, before finally putting one on herself. I barely resisted, feeling mentally and physically exhausted. The sisters guided me to the fire, where they all began to chant again. Several crocodiles joined us looking up at the flames. I cried under the skull for myself and for Joseph. Don't cry for him. Don't cry for him, Danny. Don't cry for Joseph. He's an absolute He deserves everything that's coming to him. His eyes were wide and delirious, his screams hoarse from the damage they'd caused. Danny! He stuttered. Stop this madness, please! I felt his anguish. The sisters gripped my arms as they chanted loudly. The flames grew higher and a form began to take shape within. A tall hourglass figure with hair that flowed down to her buttocks and long scaly jaws filled with pointed teeth. She must have stood at least eight feet tall as she roared into the chamber. I don't know how long she'd been away for. The one the sisters called Madre. But one thing was clear as she looked at Joseph. She was hungry. Boom! Very good! I 
enjoyed that so much. Oh, wasn't that great? The twist was great. Oh. That really, that was excellent. There was murder afoot. There were crocodiles. There were covens, cults, witches. Thoroughly enjoyed that. And in a way... They sort of. I like that Lorena and her her sisters were kind of backing Danny. They're oh, like, I know. It's like, let's women, conjure up Mama oh, Crocodile. Women who are independent. <laughs> Eat <laughs> Joseph. Come with me. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, we won't go into songwriting, but very good. Yeah. Like, I am going to just get a quick towel. Okay. Welcome to podcasting with Susie Priest. I got four A start. Sorry. <laughs> Four A stars, four A's and a B. Um, what were they in? Good question. Um, no one's asked, but um, drama, Spanish, geography. What else? I actually don't remember what my fourth one was. The one B was in English literature. I thought I'd get higher, to be honest, but I didn't. Um, no one's listening. This will probably get cut. So it's quite lonely in here. Just me podcasting alone. You know, I can hear you, right? (laughs) Oh my God, it's going to shit on me. Hello? (laughs) Anyone there? (laughs) So did Hannah just spill her drink on the floor? Oh, Hannah's back with with her hand towels to wipe. She's back. Yeah, we could keep it in. What? The whole, the whole... I think so, yeah. What? We're never going to be invited back. Um, Tim's guessed at what happened. Yeah, keep it in, it's funny. And has... But also, like... Is it all right? Have... It's fine. Look, it will be by the time we leave. Have a look. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. This is why they have carpet like this in here. I feel like I'll just take this water. <laughs> Everything's on camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I okay. can't. Um, <clears throat> okay. Okie dokie, you're back in the room. Hi, you're back in the room. Hi, um, hi, hi. So, Hannah... Just spilled something on the floor. Hannah Bitchkovsky. <coughs> oh, my God. Ah, not near the mic. Sorry, 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 sorry. Do you want a story? I would love a story, please. Okay. Okay. Wee. Wee. I'm going to tell you a super quick one love it uh, first and then I'm going to tell you a long one this is okay. just like this is a few lines but it, I really like that last night as I was sitting in my living room and watching a little TV before bed I heard a strange noise it was a slow drawn out scraping across the hardwood floor Confused, I searched for the source of the sound, and I found it immediately. Someone had slipped a small, folded note under my door. What the? More curious than anything, I approached the note slowly. I I knelt down cautiously and picked up the strange paper. On it were only five words, scrawled in a crude, messy fashion. Get out! He is coming. I didn't pause to consider the meaning of the note. However, as I immediately realised there was something very, very wrong with the situation, the note had come from under the closet door. Oh! (laughs) 
oh, 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 it's twist after twist after twist. Twister. Twist after twist after twist. That is. Twister, it's good, wasn't it? I love a twister. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Twister, Helen Hunt? Uh, yeah, but years, and, and the same bloke who's in Titanic, eh? Oh, uh, what, Billy Zane? No, uh, the one who's, you know, the one who's, um, at the very beginning, he's, he's listening to the story. He wants to go down and find the... Uh, the heart of the ocean. Yes. I would like to watch um, that again. That, well, Titanic is very much trending at the minute. No, not Titanic. Oh. I want to watch Twister again. What was it about in the end? A big twister, a hurricane. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. you were joking. Um... <laughs> okay. Okay, do you, want a, do you want another story? I'd love another story. Okay. This story is called The Limping Woman. Drag, click, drag, click. That's how you know she's behind you. The heel is broken off her left shoe and she drags it across the ground with every step. A sharp contrast to the steady click of her still intact bump, which I think is American for high heel. Got you. Help me, she whispers. It's an urgent, anguished plea. Please, I'm hurt. Help me. Don't turn around. That's when she gets you. Don't run. She still gets you. But this time, she's going to make it hurt. She's going to what? Make it hurt. Oh, hurt. Yeah, it was my accent really fucking that up. At least that's the rumour, anyway. Every small town has at least one. A local urban legend that everyone knows and swears is true because their sisters, best friends, cousins, neighbours, grandsons, dog knew a fella who actually encountered it. Ours was the limping woman, so named for her aforementioned distinct gait. It was said that she was a teacher in the elementary school some decades before. Is that primary school? What? Now you're on mic. I was on. Is that on? Was that a primary school elementary? Um, elementary school, <clears throat> I think, is prime. Yeah, like junior school. Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? Um, okay, it was said she was a teacher at the elementary school some decades before. Young, beautiful, and the victim of a terrible murder. She had been walking home to the house she shared with her parents one night after school when she realised she was being followed. She sped up and so did her pursuer until both were running down this dark country lane with only open farmland on either side. Her heel broke and her ankle snapped and she fell and her pursuer became her murderer. It was a slow, treacherous... Oh, fuck's sake. It was a slow, torturous affair that had left her beaten and covered in stab wounds and when the killer was done, he just left her to bleed out beside the road. She wasn't found until the next morning and... By then, all anyone could do was search for the person responsible. While some believe the man was caught and dealt with not long after, others think he or she is still at large and the limping woman, as the victim came to be known, won't rest until her killer is caught. I was always sceptical at best of the story. I'd passed the spot where she was supposed to appear a hundred times without incident. As did everybody else I knew. If a murderous ghost lived there, I was pretty sure I'd have seen her. I said as much to my friend, Steffi, when she brought up that a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend had met the limping woman during lunch at school one day. It's true. She was out on the old highway a couple of nights ago and I saw her. I saw her. Steffi insisted stubbornly over our sandwiches. If you actually saw her, wouldn't she be dead? I asked. I've noticed it to Mel B's reading this story. This is great. I thought you weren't supposed to turn round. (laughs) Hurt her, whatever, you know what I mean, Rena. Who's folks three? Oh, yeah, it's me, isn't it? What? Rena. What was the say? Say the sentence again. Herder, whatever. You know what I mean, Rena. Got you. 
Sure, I said with a roll of my eyes. It was I was always frustrated, Steffi, that... Oh, it has always frustrated Steffi that I didn't share her willingness to believe the unbelievable. Sir, how'd you get away? <laughs> she said the words, duh. All oh, right, the woman's last words. Last words we all somehow know without ever having caught the one person who we would have heard them. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we know them because the real killer was never caught, were they? So good. He told people or told other people. <laughs> and we all just magically knew. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we Nessie! <laughs> we knew. And we all just magically knew to use them to ward off being killed. I finished for her. Steffi frowned. She loved all things spooky and supernatural. Oh, my God, Steffi's ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. And had spent a lot of time researching our local legends, especially the limping woman. It's not magic. <laughs> it just reminds her of her own mother. And she gets distracted by her grief and leaves you alone. Okay, okay. Says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hoping that would be enough to put an end to the topic. It was an argument neither of us would win, and I didn't feel like getting into it again. At 15, it was starting to feel silly. God, these are supposed to be 15. They sound like 55-year-old men who've been yeah, on the mind. Just on a packet of Marlboro Reds, like, oh. what are you talking about, Rena? <laughs> Stop shatting shite. <laughs> shatting. Stop. Stop shatting shite, Rena. Yeah, fuck's sake. Oh. Steffi, however, wasn't going to let me off so easily. <laughs> they say she remains because they got wrong guy and she's angry about it. Like everyone knew, but no one cares because they wanted someone to blame. <laughs> Don't you feel a little? <laughs> Don't you feel at least a little bad for her? She's still waiting for justice after all this time. Susie's <laughs> <laughs> nearly drowned on a boulder. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, uh. Steffi, listen. She only goes for people. <laughs> she only goes after people who don't believe in her. You know. I didn't like the way Steffi said that. <laughs> I love the way like Steffi says that. Man. Like she has an idea <laughs> forming that I wouldn't approve of and I shook my head. Whatever it is, no. We could go out there. Out to spot she haunts. Out, out to spot. Out, out, out to spot. No, don't be stupid. <laughs> you don't believe anyway, so what's the big deal? <laughs> I've walked past it a lot, okay? Nothing's ever happened. Have you gone after dark? Whoa. I love these spooky <laughs> bitches. Trying to smile, Steffi Arena legends. No, but so what? That's when she's active. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Go and get dead, don't count. Classic. This is stupid. I said again. We'll go tonight. Every argument I had was met with questions of whether I was too afraid and Steffi mocking me for being chicken. She kept it up for the rest of lunch through our shared science class and then passed me notes in the halls between classes after that. By the time the final bell rang, she had worn me down. But not because I believe she's there. I'm just going so you shut up. <laughs> Two dinner ladies from their school. <laughs> <laughs> Two 15-year-old dinner ladies. Right, oh. fucking eat up and then we're going to go down spot. Come on, because I've got to do my own work. Come on. 
The sunset just after five that evening at seven, we met up on our bikes in front of my neighbourhood. Well, that makes no sense. Her parents thought she was going to do a project at mine. Mine thought I was at hers. And we had two hours to ride out to the farm where the limping woman was set to haunt and get back before they started trading phone calls. We pedalled hard and fast, leaving behind the glow of windows and street lamps until darkness swallowed up the world around us. With only moonlight to guide us, we wove our way across town and passed into the outskirts where the insects were louder and the stars were brighter. It was hard not to feel entirely exposed out on that old road. There was the occasional barn or farmhouse set a ways off down the long, dusty drives, but otherwise it was really just us. Up ahead, <laughs> Steffi says from behind me, see Cross, that's the mark of horror. We skid to a stop. Anyone who's like not from the UK will be like, what? This is a on very Earth? excellent Yorkshire accent. Yeah. We skid to, well, Leeds, I suppose, isn't it? We skid to a stop a few yards away from it and exchanged a glance almost lost in the shadows. You scared? I don't know why I'm calling Danny Dyer now. <laughs> you scared? You scared? It's a wolf here. Um, you scared? She asked, breathless with excitement. No, I said. No? It was an honest enough answer. I was nervous, sure, but who wouldn't be when you're outside after dark? Remember, if you turn round, she gets you. If you try to run, she makes it worse. Just stand dead still when she's close by and say the words. Steffi spoke so seriously that I had to stifle the giggle. <laughs> Same. It was ridiculous. I kept trying to tell that to the butterflies stirring in my stomach, but it didn't do much. She groped my hand and entwined her fingers with mine. She was shaking. Ready? <laughs> Let's just get it over with. I replied, get it over. Get it over We walked up to where the cross was placed and paused. Steffi's fear was starting to have an effect on me. I squared my shoulders and clenched my jaw and took a step forward. We crept along the roads. Scary, isn't it? I would so do this. Age 15, this is so what I do, like ride out into the middle of nowhere to find oh, yeah. the spot of the limping woman. We crept along the roadside, careful to keep our eyes pointed straight ahead. My fear began to ebb, replaced by an admittedly relieved giddiness that I had been right, and I almost turned to Steffi to say, I, t- I told you so. Then I realised how quiet it was. No insects, no distant calls from nightbirds, just the sound of our own breathing. To my surprise, Steffi sighed, disappointed. I wondered if she realised how quiet everything had become. How could she not feel claustrophobic? It had become out on that open... Oh, my God. How could she not feel how claustrophobic it had become on that open road? How closed off we were in the dark and the silence? I wanted to ask her, but the question was like a knot in my throat that I couldn't untangle. Behind us grass rustled followed by the crunch very good followed by the crunch of loose gravel underfoot like someone was pulling themselves slowly out of the field and onto the road drag click drag click every hair on my body stood up at once Rina I hadn't realised that my grip on Steffi's hand had tightened so much I could feel her eyes on me but couldn't bring myself to look at her. From somewhere over my shoulder, a woman started to sob softly. Help me! Rena! Steffi said again. She's she's coming! I managed to whisper. It's like both select. (laughs) Instead of being scared, Steffi snorted. Real funny. I get it. Okay. The limping woman has just made up. I'm convinced now. You don't have to rub it in. Drag, click. Drag, click. The unmistakable sound of someone inching towards us slowly, painfully crying out with each step. Please, 
she begs. I'm hurt and he's still out there. Stefan, I hissed. <laughs> Tears burning in my eyes. She's coming. <laughs> there must have been something in my voice, a tightness that only true terror could cause, that convinced my friend that I wasn't just pretending. She grabbed my forearm. Forearm? She grabbed my form. Oh, oh. She grabbed my forearm with her other hand and clutched it until her nails were digging into my skin. She only goes after people who don't believe, Steffi said. That must be why. What do I do? <laughs> I begged. My mind wide. Burn it and be younger! My entire body was screaming to run to get away from that thing that was getting closer and closer. But Steffi's firm grasp and my own mounting dread held me in place. Please! The limping woman sobbed. Turn around! Help me! The words, Steffi said horribly. You have to say it words when she's right behind you. <laughs> what words? I wanted to scream, but I couldn't speak or think. I could only hear her. Track, click, track, click. The legend said you had to. You. The legend said you'd hear an a. The legend said you'd hear her uneven footsteps and be forced to listen to her pleas, but no one ever mentioned the smell. The stench of rotten earth and blood oozed through the air, slowly surrounding me and wrapping itself around me like tentacles. I nearly said testicles. <laughs> smothering me. I, smothering me with, smothering her me with her testicles. I gagged and pressed my free hand over my mouth and shook my head violently. Steffi was jerking off. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm, I'm just going to go jerk off round here. Just having a quick wank, love. <laughs> going to keep the wolf from the door. You know what they say? You see a limping woman, just start jerking off. Stop fudding yourself, <laughs> silly. <laughs> just wrap them Fuck. testicles round <laughs> Smother... <laughs> Smother... <laughs> Smother air holes with testicles and fudge yourself daft. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah! Oh! Mm. <laughs> this poor limping woman. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's picked the worst oh, girls to solve her crimes. Steph was jerking on my arm and saying something to me <laughs> over and over, but I could barely hear her. The smell was getting so strong. I leaned just heavily on Steffi and she pulled me in closer that her lips were beside my ear. Through the veil of panic and nausea, I heard her scream, Say the words! Oh, sorry. Say the words! <laughs> drag, click, drag, click. She was so close. The words, I had to say the words. It just reminds her of her own mother and she gets distracted by the grief and leaves you alone. I heard Steffi's voice from the previous day echo in my head. Her mother. The words remind her of her mother, the limping woman's last words. Please! Bow rose in the back of my throat. My mother's waiting for me. At home with pot of tea. The footsteps stopped and were replaced by a high-pitched, heart-wrenching keen, which I think is a... From somewhere off in the night, a dog started to howl. Insects began to... Insects? Insects began to sing again. The wind whistled across the field. Sounds of normalcy, of life. The limping woman continued to screech while I found my legs again and with Steffi in tow, tore back to the bikes. I never once looked up from the ground. The only thing I saw as we darted by was a pair of feet in torn stockings and pumps, the heel of which was missing. 
Oh, it's like horror Cinderella. Yeah, we didn't stop riding until we made it back to my lawn. And when we got there, I raced to the bushes to the side of the house and vomited. <laughs> <laughs> Too much arches. Too much information, Steffi. <laughs> Come on, let's go to a pub and have a pint of bitter. Steffi claims she didn't hear or see anything that night, but she believes that I did. She believes that I encountered the limping woman. I tried to come up with some kind of rationalisation for it, like power of suggestion or something. But when I think back to those footsteps and those sobs and that final scream, I know there is one explanation. And now, I too believe in the limping woman. That was oh, thank you. absolutely hilarious. Thank you. I want all of your characters to be from the deepest, darkest Yorkshire. Yorkshire it's the only accent I can do, to be fair. It's so good. That was... <laughs> Steffi jerks off on me arm. <laughs> Just like it? old souls, but they're actually oh, yeah. 15. Um, yes, 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 yes. That was absolutely hilarious. Hannah, are you ready for Creep of the Week? I'm ready for Creep of the Week. This creep one of is... The week. Creep of the Week. Creep of the Week. Creep of the Week. Creep of the Week. This is from Francesca. Hi, Susie and Hannah. Hey, girl. Uh, hey, girl. <laughs> I went all clue... I know, I went all scary movie. Is it... I, hey, girl. I, I, I had a phase of Brenda? doing that all the time. Hey, girl. Yeah. Is that problematic? It's Brenda from... Sca- no. It's fine. What's your problem? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Because she's like, look at that nasty bitch. <laughs> she's like, she a hoe. And then she's like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> it's one of my favourite films. I know it's silly. No, that's from Scary Movie. Oh, I haven't seen Scary Movie in ages. So oh, I don't I think even you meant ever. It. No, I have. Oh, it's so it funny. When you listen, when you when you watched it when you were a kid, I think it was a bit silly. When you watch it now, it's actually very funny. Is it? Especially, do you remember the bit where she's um, like, "Oh my God, you've come to kill me," and then she starts like cutting herself and like beheading herself, and she's still alive. It's very <laughs> funny. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> this is from Francesca. Francesco. Uh, not Francesco. Sorry, Francesco. <laughs> Hi, Susie and Hannah. Correct way round. Misgendered. Thank you, Francesca, for getting That's that not correct. The right one, but okay. And hi, Susie and Hannah. I'm a big fan, and I've been binge listing. I also discovered I need to not listen in public since I've laughed out loud more than once in the middle of the I mall love that. And had people look at me funny. I have two similar stories that happened to me and my family. My husband, then boyfriend, and I grew up in the UK, just outside of Manchester. But when I was 17, I was lucky enough to go with him when his family moved to New Zealand. For a few years, we knuckled down, married and grew our family. Nothing unusual really happened, but in 2010-2011, we had some god-awful earthquakes. We were lucky where we lived that nothing happened to the house we were living in at the time. Others weren't as lucky, unfortunately, and some people did pass away, while others lost everything they owned. We'd been living in the house for three years and never had any issues. But the energy in the house changed after the earthquakes and things began happening. One lucky Friday, my two boys had gone to their nana's house and when my husband got home from work, we were discussing what we are going to eat. When my husband returned from work, he always went into the shower first and I often would traipse after him just chatting. Our house was in an L shape at the time. Our bedroom door facing the toilet that stood alone and the bathroom itself at a 90 degree angle from the toilet if you had the bathroom door open the light would reflect onto a bright white wall and because of where the lights were mounted on the wall it was easy to see what passed in front of them and cast a shadow on the wall i had gone into the bedroom to grab my laptop to order the pizza we just 
Fuck my, my voice. I'd run into the bedroom to grab my laptop to order the pizza we had been discussing while I thought he had headed into the bathroom. I realised they had a deal and started talking to him as I stepped out of the bedroom looking up from the screen to see a black shadow on the wall and thinking he was stood in the bathroom. I was so convinced he was there that I was babbling inanely as I turned the corner into the bathroom only to realise he wasn't there. Oh, God. It took me a second to comprehend that he wasn't there. He wasn't hiding behind the door and he wasn't in the shower. In fact, it turned out he was in the front room, washing something in the sink so he hadn't heard me at all. But if he was clear across the house, why had I seen someone moving in the bathroom? I realised I was so convinced it was him because the shadow was moving as if someone had been walking from one side of the bathroom to the other. I didn't tell him then because he was the biggest sceptic I'd ever seen and often laughed when I mentioned something paranormal. It wasn't the end, though. One evening, I was sat in the front room alone. The doors closed, watching television as everyone else was in bed. My boys had been tucked up early and my husband was in bed because he'd had an early shift. As I was watching, contemplating joining him because I was getting a little scared alone, I heard footsteps. Oh, my God. They seemed to be coming from the back, out the house and moving quickly down the hallway towards where I was sat. I looked up to the door, expecting to see my husband come through the door, but there was nothing. A heartbeat later, I heard the door to my kitchen bang. (gasps) As if someone had hit it. It was a sliding door that could sometimes get a little stuck and it would bang when it did. I jumped up heading into the kitchen as it was attached to the front room and saw the door partially open, though I knew... Partially open. Partially open. Though I knew I'd shut it. I checked on everyone. My kids were fast asleep and they hadn't been big enough to make the footsteps and my husband was snoring heavily. Dirty bastard. A few weeks later, I was talking to my friend in the UK who had stayed with us during the earthquakes. Unfortunate timing, really. And I told her what had happened. She went quiet and then told me when she had been in the house alone in her room, she'd heard the same footsteps heading down the hall past her door and there was no one there. Finally, I cracked and told my husband what had been happening. Very nonchalantly, he told me that a few nights before he'd woken up because he had felt someone slap against his back. He thought it was one of our kids and rolled over to grab him and pull him into bed with us only to find a black figure crouched at the side of the when he turned the bedside lamp on there was nothing there he hadn't been dreaming he was awake when he rolled and he clearly saw a hand pressed to the side of the bed as if steadying themselves we didn't live there for much longer like a clumsy ghost (laughs) shit sorry I'm pissed again Uh, we didn't live there for much longer it was always strange that nothing had happened to us in the three years we'd lived there before but after the earthquakes and the shift in atmosphere so much happened that it became a completely different place Many, many years later, my three-year-old daughter and I were sitting on the couch together in the morning. She was eating her breakfast, and I was contemplating what I needed to do to get us out of the house. For her, it was daycare, and for myself, I was heading to a university class that I needed to do a little prep for. Suddenly, my girl looked over to the stairs that are in the corner of the living room, open so that each step is simply a plank, bolted into the wall with a turn, at the f- with a, turn a few steps from the top. She looked that way her little face scrunching a little and then she turned back to me asking where her brothers were. Both boys, now in high school, had left at least an hour before us, their dad driving them before he went off to work. I explained this and she frowned again and said, 
Then who's on the stairs? A shiver ran down my spine as I looked at the stairs to see a black darkness in the corner of the town. Oh, no. By the time I got up and made it across the room, there was nothing there. It was simply the stairs, the window at the top bright, Mm, the window at the top, bright with morning light shining through. There should not have been any way that any kind of shadow could be there. After that, things began happening on the stairs. I would see feet through the gaps, always heading upstairs. Sometimes I could dismiss it as one of my kids trying to sneak down and turning when they were caught, but other times I was completely alone and I would see that same flash of movement. Oh, no. One night I was in my bedroom that was on the first floor and my husband came running in. Once again, it was just the two of us under the roof. Thank you, Nana. And he was staring at me a little wildly. I jumped up thinking someone had called him, that one of the kids was sick or something, but thankfully it wasn't that. He asked me if I'd been upstairs and if I'd just run past him. Of course I hadn't. I'd been dozing off on the bed while mindlessly scrolling. He explained that he heard someone running on the stairs, distinct and hard footsteps, as if they were stomping hard. Nothing that could just be simple settling of the house or even the sound of cats running on our roof which happened often it was definitely a person once again i took it seriously because it was coming from him we checked all over the house all the windows and doors were locked and we really were the only ones in we still live here and sometimes my girl will look at the stairs but she hasn't said anything since I'm often alone in the house during the day as I'm still studying and my husband works with my kids at school. Now I often see things out of the corner of my eye. A shadow moving behind me reflected in my laptop screen. And yes, those feet running up the stairs when no one could be there. Oh, spooky. Once again, spooky. I absolutely love the pod. Oh, that is thank you honestly, very much. That's terrifying. That's a real life haunting. I think we should go to New Zealand. I'd love to. Um, Francesca, that's absolutely I'd terrifying. And send any updates if anything new happens because that is intriguing but absolutely fucking creepy. As hell. Thank you, Francesca. Thank you. You ready to carry on goosebumps? Yes, I am, baby. Reader, beware. You choose the scare. Oh, excellent. Okay, so where were we? So we were at the farm. You've got Brad, you've got Patty, you've got you. They're a pair of dickheads. Farm? Carnival. Did I say farm? Yeah. I meant carnival. Don't know why I said farm. Yeah. Oh, is it because... Oh, I think I've got another bogey. Oh. No. You're fine. fine, you're fine. I'm just paranoid. Okay, so you're at the carnival, but it is on a farm, probably. Yeah. So that's kind of where I went with that. Um... So you're going on the roller coaster. Remember when you said it's closed, it's not happening, but you, you want to go in anyway. Yeah. Um, so you've gone to... Uh, I chose to climb over the fence to go inside. That's it. That's exactly And I'm looking all around me and I'm like, oh, look at all these yeah. rides. There's a castle. There's a moat. Ex- oh, my God. How did you remember the moat? I pay attention. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Okay. Um, so now, uh, basically what happened is that Brad suddenly shouts out, get a load of that. Mm-hmm. You and Patty spin around and you can't believe what you see. Go, go, go. We're going to go to page 87. Go to page 87. Go to page 87. The year of my birth. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, you've just told everyone your age, even though you hate telling people uh, Okay, I'm, I'm owning it. Susie, D.O.B. 1967. You're staring at a sign that reads, World's Freakiest Freak Show. The three of you get... I feel like this is going to be problematic, to be honest. It's not going to be appropriate, but anyway. <clears throat> the three of you gape at the pictures. There's a three-headed man with the ugliest collection of faces you've ever seen. And the snake lady. 
a young blonde woman. What? A young blonde girl with a beautiful face and the body of a slithering snake. And this is, uh, uh, you start to say, but you don't finish because a large hand has come down on your shoulder. Hard! Mm. <laughs> oh, she felt that. You slowly turn and gaze up at a huge man with shoulders wider than a refrigerator. He has coal black eyes with a thick moustache to match. Ooh. Have you ever seen Coraline? No. Oh, oh you need to watch Coraline. Mm-hmm. Can you please do that today? No. Okay. Carry on. But it's it's raining outside, it's perfect. No. Coraline, watch Oh, no. God, okay, fine. Okay, Because <sighs> he reminds me of a character in that. You slowly turn and gaze up at the... Oh, fucking just done that. I'm looking at him. He's strong enough and mean enough to pitch you over the fence with one hand. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. What are you doing? His deep voice booms. Nice. <laughs> You're not allowed in here, he says, pointing directly at you. We're sorry, you say, hoping to appear sorry and not just scared. We wanted to look around, that's all, but we'll leave right now. His eyes stare into yours. He clamps both hands down on your shoulders and says, You're not going anywhere. Oh, no. Oh, quick, I better turn to page four. Fucking hell, I'm up and down this like a fucking yo-yo. What do you mean? Brad asks, trembling all over. I just had an idea. A great idea, the man replies. I want you kids to stay and try out the rise before the grand opening tomorrow. I don't think so, sir. They're probably unsafe and not up to standards. Um, Who says that? Not with me. Oh, you ad-libbed. Yeah, his eyes. Well, would you? I wouldn't fucking... I wouldn't bloody stay there and try out the rise, would I? a, A little... Out of town carnival. Exactly. No. Exactly. Um, Patty's eyes open wide. Cool, she says, because Patty's like an absolute fucking liability. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this it's is fun. like strike five now. Are you sure it's all right with the owner, you ask? I'm Big Al. I'm manager. Big Al. The manager, and what I say around here goes. Big Al digs around in his checkered jacket and pulls out three maps. He hands one to each of you. Study them carefully, he says. If you have any questions, ask them now. Your eyes fall upon the map. You have a question, but when you gaze up, Big Al is gone. He's vanished. A whole carnival all to ourselves, Patty exclaims. Where should we start? You stare down at your map again. You notice that the carnival is split in half. On one side of the rides, tons of them. On the other side is the midway, packed with games of chance and the freak show. What will you try first? To go on the rides... Turn to page 34 to check out the midway. Turn to page 77. So what's the midway? The midway, I think, is like where all the where all the games and stuff are. And and the freak show. The freak show's on the midway. Or and try the rides. Try, or go on the rides, yeah. Mm, midway. Because I'm like, okay. the rides sound a bit dodgy and I want to pursue what's been going on with Big Al. Yeah, but you're going to the freak show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to the freak show. One ticket, please. Okay. Not for Brad and Peggy or whatever name I think you made is. the wrong decision, Patsy. but fine. Let's head for the midway and play some games, you say. You, Patty and Brad jog down a wide avenue. Tents of every colour line the street. Carnival music blare from the speakers. You spot a green neon sign flashing above a yellow striped tent. The sign reads, Madame Zeno, fortune teller. Oh, great. Excellent, you exclaim. I'm going in. Mm. You tell you this is very you, isn't it? Mm. You tell your friends you'll catch up with them. Ladies. In a minute. You lift the tent flap. Mm-hmm. 
Lift the flap, baby. <laughs> Get me in. The fanny flap. No. Inside, one small candle flickers in the dark. You hear a low voice call out, Enter my chamber. This has got very porny, hasn't it, all of a sudden? Enter my chamber. Enter my fanny flap. No, mm. Hannah. Sorry. We're in Gales. Sorry. <laughs> We're not in yeah, Greg's no. anymore, Toto. No. <laughs> there is Madame Zeno sitting in the shadows. She wears a long red dress dotted with brightly coloured gems. They shimmer in the candlelight. Her black hair tumbles to her shoulders as she bends over a large crystal ball. God, it's Lorena. so porny. Uh, welcome, she whispers. Let me tell you your future. I don't know what oh, the accent is. I don't know what it is. Uh, to find out your future, go to page 78. Madame Zeno studies your hand closely. She traces the lines in your hand with her soft fingers. So weird. I see horror in your future. In your immediate future. What kind of horror? You stammer. What do you mean? Madame Zeno releases your hand. She picks up a strange deck of cards. She spreads them out on a table. You notice the cards have pictures. A headless man, a bloodsword, a large evil eye. This is a bit tarot isn't yeah. it? She gathers up all the cards and flips the deck. Mm. Then she de- deals out a red card and a blue card. Turn one over. Oh, my she God. Commands, it's like the red pill or the blue pill. Learn your fate. Okay, yeah. we'll pick this up. Pick red or pick blue. Well, we'll, we'll that pick next it up week. next time. Yeah, okay, I love it. Very exciting. Ooh. Okay, now I will think on it. Welcome to you get oh no. Welcome to wait, we wait. get. Let's try it. Let's so one of us do one line and the other do the other. Okay, ready. Which one are you doing? I'll start with welcome. Okay, go on. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> do it again. Welcome to another episode of we. Get haunted. So you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, I didn't that was like, good. No, I meant good. like a line like, oh, get haunted. Yeah. yeah okay, that would have been better. Anyway, so today I think. You're going to haunt me? Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of haunting. I've got, I've gotten, uh, I'm going to pluck a game out of Dangerous Games to Play in the Dark. Written by Lucia. Written by Lucia Peters. Oh, I love that book. It's like, it's, it's so cute. I love cute, it. It's got it? red, um, what do you call that? Red. Illustrations by Pam Wishbow. Pam. Pam and Lucy. Well done, Pam. Um, Ghost hands. My favourite part of it is at the beginning of the book it says, to those who would seek out the darkness, read at your own risk. I love it so much. Absolutely. I mean, we are going to get haunted, aren't we? What do you call the the red bit at the top? Like, the the pages are dyed where they... Oh, you mean the spine? Oh, no, the... um... What do you call it? How do you describe that? Oh, where all the pages... Yeah. When when the book is shut, it looks like the pages are red, but then... I can't, yeah. I don't know how to describe uh, there it. There is a word. It's like, oh, I can't remember. The page anyway. tips. Page tits. Page tits. Okay, that's weird. Okay. I said tips. Do you have any coins? No. <laughs> Could you please get your bag and find out what you've got for me? Because we need some coins and I don't have them. We're basically going to play... Do you remember Sarah Sarita? Oh, great. We're going to play Sarah Sarita again. Oh, my again. God, I have a pound. Is that all right? No, I need two. I only have a pound. Well, I only have a pound. Dig again. I, what? Have you placed money with me? No, I haven't. I'm asking you. Oh. You Surely you've got two P in there. No. Um, we're going to play Sarah Sarita again, but it's a, it's it's got a different... We're going to call upon a different spirit called Sister Sister. <laughs> sister, sister. Never know, know how much I miss you. Boom, 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 uh, boom, no, boom. No, unfortunately, only. Okay, well, can you give me something else in your bag that what we can flip around? What about my Vaseline? Yeah, let's do that. 
So I've got my okay. rosy Vaseline. Do you want to use the coin or the Vaseline? Coin. Okay, well, give me the Vaseline. Sorry, that really, Jesus I really Christ. went through that. I just saw my life flash. Okay, so we're gonna. This is gonna be sister sister now because we didn't have much luck with Sarah Sarita. Yeah, but we're gonna try for sister sister. So you remember that before we ask questions, we have to arrive on yes or no to enter the game. Yeah, and you lied. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember lying. So yeah. we're gonna try it again, mm -hmm. and I want to see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna. It needs to be heads. So that's for me. That's tails. The, the, yeah. the barcode on the, the back. Barcode's of tails. I'm using a tub of Vaseline because we've only got one coin. It's better than tampons. You so don't I'm have a. It. You don't have a coin. No. Hmm. I don't carry. I'm like the queen. Don't carry cash. Cashless. Don't carry. Okay. I don't rattle. Okay. We ready? Ready, steady. One, two, three, and go. go. Heads. Heads. Show me. Oh, good. Heads. I didn't see it. Okay, good. Well, that means we can go in the game. Oh, we didn't ask a question. Fuck, we didn't ask a question if we can get in the game. Oh. Uh, sister, sister, can we get in the game, please? By One. the way, I lied. It was Tails. Oh, why do you keep showing sorry, me Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm not going to lie from you now on. You tricked me so hard. Because I was like, but, luckily, but I saw in your eyes, actually, I was like, no, she is lying. I lied. She was like, <laughs> I'm not going to now. Okay. One, two, three, go. Heads. Heads. That no. is actually heads. Okay, it's yeah, heads. that's heads. Fine. So we can enter. We can enter. Thank okay. you, sister, sister. Thank you, sister, sister, sister. We're going to go out much. I miss you. Sorella, sorella. Okay. Now what? Uh, you have to ask it a question. Ask oh. Sister, sister. And then what? I ask it a yes, no question. Yeah. And then the heads means it's a yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so tell sister, sister that heads is yes. Sister, sister... Tails is no and yeah. heads is yes. That's correct. Can you please tell me if I'm going to get haunted when I stay alone in Edinburgh? Oh my god. What was yes? Heads. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. <gasps> oh, well, we saw that coming a mile off, didn't we? Oh my word. Really? Okay. I, do you need to ask something? Yeah, I'll ask and you flip. Sister, sister, in your opinion. Do you think that I have a striking fanny? Yes. Yes! Oh my God, I'm thrilled. Yeah. That's going to be an Edinburgh poster. <laughs> striking fanny! Unidentified ghost. Sister, sister, will our live ghost hunts show on the 26th of August at 10.20pm be a raging success? Of course it will, we don't need this. No. <laughs> you didn't flip it on your hand, that's why. Okay. If you if that had gone up and then you flipped it. Raging success. No. Okay. It really isn't, is it? No, but in a way that means it's just gonna be haunted chaos and that's No, what it's we gonna want. be amazing. That wasn't well, great advertising for No, we need to find out if we can leave the game. Oh yeah. Um Sorella Sorella, sister sister, 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 can we leave the game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, heads. Oh, thank you, sister. Mm. Look, I'm not lying. Okay. Thank you, sister, sister. Kind thank regards, you. Hannah and Fizzy. Um, our ghost hunt sister, sisters. Thank you for listening. Gorgeous. To thank you so much. We love it. you all. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye Stay bye, away bye, from bye. swamps. <laughs> <laughs>